Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. And verse number 1. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority. Gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. Let that sink in just for a moment. Then he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he said unto them, Take nothing for your journeys, neither stave nor scrip, neither bread neither money, neither have two coats, and whatsoever house ye enter into, there abide and thence depart. And whosoever will not receive you, when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. And they departed and went throughout the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Woo! That's powerful. That's awesome. Tonight, by the help of the Lord, I want to bring to you this thought, just simply kingdom authority. Say that with me. Kingdom authority. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. We are asking that your name be exalted. We are praying, God, that you flow through us, in us. Lord, let there be change, God, inside of us tonight. Help us. To not only just simply appropriate kingdom authority, but to operate in kingdom authority. We're going to give you the praise and the glory for it all. In Jesus' mighty name, let everybody say amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Let me remind you tonight that what we are a part of as the church of the living God... It's known as the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God speaks about the overall plan of God from Genesis to Revelation. It is the purpose of the king in his kingdom. You often hear the term the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven is the spiritual realm, I believe, where the king resides. It is the throne room of the king. So you have the kingdom of God that is the overall plan of God. And the kingdom of heaven is the location that he operates from. Understanding the concept of the kingdom is essential to get a grasp on the principles that God wants us to live by. Everything that God has planned is about his kingdom, his purpose, and his intent, his objectives. Everything God does is related to what is known as the kingdom. It's a common thread throughout all of Scripture. Jesus began with preaching the kingdom. We find that John the Baptist began preaching the kingdom. The apostles continued to preach the kingdom. We find that Paul said that that Jesus is the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. Amen. I want to tell you tonight that our king has no predecessor. There's no one before him. He has no successor. He always was and will forever be the king. He's not just the king. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. The king embodies the glory and nature of his kingdom. 
For his word is the final authority. The king's word is the sovereign final authority. If the king has preeminence, then his wishes, his will, his plans, and his purpose must be considered top priority in our life. Everything consists by him. Amen. He holds everything by the word of his power. He arranges this universe in its proper order. So we understand that he must have the preeminence. He must be first. Can you praise the king of glory? Hallelujah. To have a kingdom, you also have territories of that kingdom. A territory is known as a domain where a king rules. It is where the king executes his will, exercises his authority, and establishes his laws. We understand that kingdom is connected to the word dominion. And it refers, dominion refers to the sovereign authority and power of a king that operates in a certain locale known as a territory. Man is God's representative in this visible territory known as earth. We live in a visible place known as earth. The kingdom of heaven is an invisible place. That is the territory and the domain proper of our king. It's where his throne is. And then God extends his dominion. He extends his power and authority from heaven to earth. And he gives it to his people. Praise be to God. To have a kingdom, you also have to have a constitution. Our government is a, a, a representative republic. And we find that our constitution was created by our own people. But the constitution of the kingdom means it's connected to a royal government. And therefore, the king is the one who writes his constitution. This, brothers and sisters, is the constitution. In this particular world government, we find that the Bible reveals the rights of the kingdom. It reveals the promises of the king. It reveals to us the privileges of kingdom citizens. And we find that as sons and daughters of God, we can claim these promises as being ours. Hallelujah, do you love the word of God today? It's the constitution of the kingdom. Then every kingdom has citizens. To be a citizen of this kingdom, to be a citizen of this kingdom, you must be born again of water and of spirit, as Jesus said in John 3 and 5. Being born again makes you a citizen of heaven. He said you must be born of water and of spirit to enter into the kingdom. And when you entered into the kingdom, you became a citizen of the king, which means all rights, all privileges, all legal authority is invested in you. Whoo! Kingdom citizens have a kingdom mandate, a kingdom commission, and that is to go colonize, extend the kingdom of God in this territory of earth. Can I tell you, when a child of God walks in kingdom authority, when they show up wherever they are, the kingdom of God arrives. When you go to work and on your job, you need to realize that when you show up, the kingdom shows up. When you go to school, you need to realize it's not just you walking into that room. It is you as a kingdom citizen having the authority of the king residing within you shows up. So when you walk into a situation, when you deal with an issue, take the kingdom of God with you. Somebody say amen. amen. We are here to advance the kingdom from our king. Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19, or 28 17, he said, they, they worshiped him, but some doubted. In the verse 18, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power. Everybody say all power. All authority. That's what that word is, is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 
in the domain of heaven and in the domain of earth. All authority. Then he says, go ye therefore. We can go and do the Lord's work because he said, I have all power and authority both in heaven and in earth. When I pray in the name of Jesus, I pray in the legal authority to say, God, what you want me to do on earth, I'm going to do it because you've given me that power which you have. Jesus said, all power, all power, all authority was given to him. Amen. I want to tell you today, kingdom authority and power is essential to operate in this hour that we're living in. The kingdom authority and power is the mandatory ingredients for us to go and teach all nations. My level of kingdom living is predicated upon my understanding of kingdom authority. What is kingdom authority? Let me define for you kingdom authority. Kingdom authority is the divine authorized right delegated to believers to act on the behalf of the king in advancing his kingdom. I have a delegated authority living inside of me. You have delegated authority living inside of you. Luke 9, 1, he called the 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority. Somebody say power and authority over all devils to cure diseases and he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. This is what the kingdom looks like. The 12 disciples with power and authority to go do what they could not do otherwise. Power, dunamis, that's what the word means, strength, ability. God said to the the disciples, he gave to the disciples, I'm going to give you ability you don't have. I'm going to give you power that you don't have. I'm going to give you strength that you don't have. And then he said, I am also going to give you authority. That's the Greek word, Ezusius. The authority or the jurisdiction. So I'm going to give you inerrant power. I'm going to give you inerrant ability to perform miracles. And I'm also going to give you the legal jurisdiction to operate in that sphere of authority and power. So the Lord said to the disciples, I'm going to give you both power and authority to do what has to be done. Jesus empowered his disciples to carry out heaven's agenda on earth. Jesus gave his disciples kingdom authority over some devils. That verse says all devils to cure diseases. To preach the kingdom and to heal the sick. Now, wait a minute. It wasn't that he gave them some kind of potion. He gave them authority and put it in them. He gave them the authority before they were baptized with the Holy Ghost. He gave them the authority that he said, I've got all power in in heaven and earth. Oh, stay with me. Jesus gave his disciples kingdom authority to go out and do the work. But then I want you to show, I want to show you something else. In Luke chapter 10 and verse 17, the Bible said, The 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject to us through thy name. Look, he not only sent the 12 out with power, but he sent 70 out with power. Look at this in verse 18. And he said to them, I beheld Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give unto you, not just the 12 disciples, but 70. I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing, nothing shall by any means hurt you, notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written where? In heaven. I am known in the kingdom because my name is written in heaven. I'm a child of the king. When I went down in his name, there was a new name written in glory. And it's mine. 
Oh, yes, it is mine. Praise be to God. What is Jesus saying? He said, I watched Satan fall. I knew where he was and who he was. And I know why he was kicked out and why he left. And I know where he went. He went and was cast out to be the principality of uh, 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 and the power of the air. He was cast into earth. He was moved into earth to be a nuisance, to be a, an, an accuser, to be a destroyer. That's why he came. But then Jesus said, now I give you authority. I give you authority or over all the power of the enemy. Remember the word exousia means authority. I give you the authority, the Lord said, over all the power, the ability, the dunamis power of the enemy. Can I want I just want to tell you, the smallest among us who is a child of God, spirit-filled, power endued, the smallest among us has the authority that's greater than the biggest devil of hell, bigger than Satan himself. The Lord said I give to you the authority over all the power, all the well, Satan's got a lot of ability this world has a lot of ability the media has a lot of ability, this world has a lot of talent, but the Lord said I give to you power over all of it. Can some Somebody praise the Lord for that today. The kingdom authority upstages, eclipses, surpasses, outperforms all other authority. Why are we letting the devil steamroll us? Why are we letting our problems steamroll us? Why are we allowing our issues to steamroll us and bring us down? I, I believe that there's a power inside of you that you have yet to tap into. I believe there is authority in us that we have yet to understand the depth of the operating in the authority of God. Look at Acts 1 and 8. You know this verse. But ye shall receive power, dunamis power. You shall receive ability. Somebody say ability. Oh, pastor, I can't. Oh, pastor, I can't. I want to tell you, you can. Because inside of you is an ability. We've just got to learn how to get it out. We've got to learn how to operate in it. We need to just simply say, I've got a power inside of me. I am hooked up to power of heaven that this world cannot match. That the kingdom of darkness cannot match. But you're going to receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you. And I want you to look at just one statement there. And ye shall be witnesses. When you've got the power, you don't have to worry about doing. You just got to be. If you'll be what God has made you to be, you'll be a witness. You don't have to go witnessing. You'll be a witness. It'll be a part of you. When you show up with the kingdom of God, you are a witness of his power and authority. Shame on an apostolic spirit-filled, Jesus-named baptized child of God that allows the devil to run over them on their job, allow the devil to run over them in their school. Look at here. You're a bully devil, and I have authority over you in the name of Jesus. I have the power over you in the name of Jesus, and I'm going to exercise that right here, right now. In Jesus' name. So every child of God, every citizen of heaven, everyone that stops at Calvary and repents of their sins and dies out to sin in repentance, everyone who is buried with Christ in baptism, every spirit-filled child of God has a kingdom authority in them right now. I got one all right from my faithful amen. Let me say that again. If you have repented of your sins, if you have been buried with him in baptism, and you have been filled with his spirit, you have a power inside of you that God wants to use and cause it to be released in this hour. In you. 
Kingdom authority is how devils are cast out. Kingdom authority is how people are healed. Kingdom authority is how heaven's reality comes into earth's realm. Amen. So why do we not see what we so desperately want to see? Pastor, I'm praying for miracles. Pastor, I believe in miracles. Pastor, I believe. But I believe one of the things we're missing is that we're not operating in the authority God has given to us. Kingdom authority rarely agrees, hear me, with human knowledge. Kingdom authority rarely agrees with human knowledge. I understand knowledge is power, but not when I'm connected to earth, to heaven. You can be as smart as, as can be. You can have all the degrees behind your name that is possible. It doesn't get you kingdom authority. Hallelujah. So I want to know, how do I get kingdom authority? I want to talk to you tonight about two things you got to have and understand to have kingdom authority operate, to operate in kingdom authority. Go with me to Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah 1 and 9. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. Look what he said. He's talking to Jeremiah. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. Verse 10. See, I have this day set thee over the nation and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build, and to plant. God said to Jeremiah, who ran from his mission, who said, I'm too young. But the Lord told him, said, when you were in your mother's womb, I knew what you were going to be. I knew what God wanted him to be. Amen. And so he said to Jeremiah, here's some things you need to understand. But I have put my words in your mouth and I have set you over the nations, two things that we're missing in operating in kingdom authority. Number one is that we need to start speaking what God puts in our mouth. We need to start speaking the word of truth and speaking kingdom authority rather than our fleshly wisdom and our knowledge and what the doctor says and, 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 and what this one says and what that one says and what Aunt Sally says and what my feelings say and what my mind says. I got to go back and preach and declare the word he's already put in my mouth. Paul put it like this. The word of God is the faith. The word is nigh even in your mouth. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Put the word of God in your mouth and start speaking it. To operate in kingdom authority, we need to declare the words he's put in our mouth. And then we need to understand our position. Everybody say words and position. The reason we don't see kingdom authority operate in our life is because we don't speak the words that we ought to be speaking and we don't realize our position in God hey, hey, where he has placed us. Look, the Lord said to Jeremiah, I put you, I've set you, I've set you, I've set you. You didn't run for this job. You didn't ask for this job. I set you, I positioned you, I placed you. I've set you so that you will be over nations. Everybody say governments. Over kingdom. Everybody say dominion. Now you follow Jeremiah's life and you will find he had some hard things happen to him. You will find that his life was a mess. You will find, but at the end, can I tell you, we need to realize we've got to have a change of concept of what God is to be doing in our life. He is not my, my, my genie in a bottle. 
He is not mine. Just provide everything for me. I've got to quit praying an American prayer and start praying a kingdom prayer. I've got to quit praying, now bless me, Jesus. Provide for me, Jesus. And start praying your will. Every devil flee in the name of Jesus. I don't care what we have in the bank. I don't care what kind of car we drive. Are we casting out devils? Are we praying for the sick? And they are recovered. Operate. And kingdom authority means we have got to deal with this world and its mindset and speak what God has for us. Praise God. Whew. I need to strengthen the Lord right now. Go with the book of Ephesians because I'm not near done. Glory be to God. I'm, I'm not finished. Let's talk about this tonight. In the reality of a New Testament concept of our words and our position. First of all, Ephesians 1, 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know. What is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. It is time to trade spiritual blindness for the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and knowledge of him. I believe that the American church, help me Jesus, the American church is spiritually blind to the authority that we have. Why are they having great things in countries like our nations and, and continents like Africa? Why is it just seems like those mission fields? Because somewhere somebody understand what the, what the centurion understood when he said, Lord, you don't even have to come lay hands on my child. You just speak the word. For I'm a man in authority. I understand authority. And with the church... When the people of God begin to understand they've got an authority that's unlike any other authority. When we understand we're walking in kingdom dominion. Woo! It's time to trade spiritual blindness for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Lord, I make this prayer right now. Reveal kingdom authority and power to me like I've never known it before. That I may operate in it. Not just study it, but operate in it. In Jesus' name. Your spiritual inheritance is kingdom authority. You're on your way to heaven, yes. But you are to be endued with power here. Here. We become spiritually anemic when we begin to operate in the arena of the spiritual matters and try to do it with human wisdom. I don't care what a great planner that we are. We can plan and we can try and we can organize, but it won't work as the kingdom is to work. Amen. Without kingdom authority, without kingdom power. Amen. The wisdom of man will nullify kingdom authority. Praise the Lord. Sister Shelley, did, did, you got those two pictures for me? Put up the airplane first, if you don't mind. It always amazes me. It always amazes me how something that big gets off the ground. Because there's a law of gravity that says that ain't supposed to work. Right? Well, these smart right brothers got the understanding that there's also a law of lift. That says if I can get something under that, it's going to take off. And so when you've got a plane that man has put together... No telling how many millions of dollars it takes for one plane. All the ingenuity that goes into it. You've got to have the right kind of, of shape. 
You've got to have the right kind of wingspan. You've got to have the right kind of doohickeys that go up and down to create that lift and create that drag. Then you've got to have engines. Some planes will have uh, eight engines on them, four on each wing, just to try to get them up. Whoever thought the B-2 bomber would still be around today is still one of the big bombers in our, our, our arsenal. But yet, it's just a huge old thing. But do you know, when this plane lands, it's got to have maintenance. you got to have somebody that puts gas in it. you got to have somebody that's got to maintain the engines. Somebody's got to maintain the wheels, got to maintain all those little doohickeys, got to make sure that everything's so, so, so that that plane goes and breaks the law of lift. But it has been made and it must be maintained. Now it lifts, but it's got to be maintained. Show the next picture. Here's a creature that needs no maintenance, that needs nobody working on it, does not need to have specialized training to operate, but it was born. Its power is inbred. Its power to fly is not predicating on whether the guys furnish and serve the brakes or serve the doohickeys and serve the wings and make sure the engine is doing all this. Here's where we are today in American church. We are flying, but we're flying because we're working hard at it. We've got good programs. We've got good ideas. We've got good ministries. We've got it all together, but it takes, we're pulling our hair out. How can we go to the next level? What can we do? We got to go from this size to that size. You know what? An eagle never has to think about that. An eagle never has to think about Oh my, I guess I better go get my wings checked. No, 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 no. An eagle will just sit there and fly, fly, because that's what they were designed to be. Can I tell you, church, we need to go and change our thinking from being an airplane mentality of I've got to maintain and I've got to, oh, Holy Ghost, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. I've got to have these Pentecostal traditions down and I've got to have this prayer down and I've got to have this idea down. No! When he filled me with the Holy Ghost, I became an eagle. I became an eagle. I'm designed to have dominion. I'm designed to be victorious over the devil. I'm designed to pray for the sick and they will recover. I'm designed to cast out devils in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So our eyes have to be open because we're trying to do it on our own. I said we're trying to do it on, if I fast enough, I get it. If I pray long enough, I get it. If I get my King James language down, thou wast, O Lordest, movest upon thy servant this one man said, put four marbles in your mouth and try to pray. That might help you. Here, here's something you got to know. King James was not what the scriptures that his disciples had. I'm sorry to burst somebody's bubble, but still like King James. I believe it's the best translation to use. But don't let that mentality get in your mindset. Because what happens is spiritual blindness. Spiritual blindness comes upon us. And we feel like we got to push and we got to, maybe if I prayed a little louder, maybe if I screamed a little louder, no, maybe if I just allow kingdom authority to come out what it's already in. <laughs> Can you give the Lord praise right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then notice this. Pick up Ephesians 1.19. Talking about Jesus. 
And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? That's ability. Force. To us word. His power is us word. Who believe. According to the working of his mighty power. Or his exceeding might. Which he wrought in us. When did it come in us? When was that authority appropriated? When he raised him from the dead. And set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Here's what we've got to understand. Kingdom authority issues from an empty tomb. It issues from the fact that he was dead and is now alive. It issues from me going to Calvary. But I can't stay there. I got to go by way of an empty tomb. And then I need to find my way to an upper room. So that I can be endued with power from on high. When he resurrected, he established the rule that says, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. It's yours. And then the Bible said he went and sat on the right hand in heavenly places. First of all, we know what right hand means. It doesn't mean an actual place, but rather a position of authority. He went and sat as a position of authority in heavenly places. God wants us to see his power as resurrection power. You know what resurrection power is? It's power that reverses things. I want us to stop praying for many miracles. Are you with me? Are you with me? It's time to start praying for the complete miracle. I don't want just a touch. I want complete healing. I don't want a little miracle. I want complete deliverance. I don't want God to just bring backsliders in and they stay for a month. I want them here for the rest of their life. I want to pray dominion prayer because he said when he resurrected, I didn't have to earn it. I didn't have to work for it, but he gave it to me. Inside of me is kingdom authority. Inside of me is kingdom dominion. Resurrection changes the natural order of things. How many have things in your life that if God doesn't do it, it ain't going to happen? Raise your hand. You got things in your life, if God doesn't do it, it isn't going to happen. Can I tell you, that is a good sign that kingdom authority is about to work in your life. God, this is dead. I'm believing it's coming alive. God, this is beyond my ability, but it's coming alive. Jesus sat down at the right hand of power. That means he sat at the seat of authority. That means he's ruling on his throne in heavenly places, in a spiritual realm. Amen. Look at the next verse, 21. Far above. I'm going to just sit here and wait until the Holy Ghost hits you. Far above. You thought I'm kidding? I'm serious. Far above. I just don't know if the Lord can do this. I just don't know if the Lord can help me out of this mess. I just don't know if the Lord can set me free. I just don't know. Let me just tell you right now, whatever you're dealing with, he's above it. Whatever authority is trying to dictate your world, he's above it. Whatever is happening around you, the destruction. I want to be clear about this tonight. I want to be clear. Do not misunderstand, Pastor. I believe that there's a health issue with the mind. I believe that you can have illness in the mind, that the mind can have just as much as the body can be ill. But what do we do when we have an illness in our body? We come and pray, don't we? 
We come and seek deliverance, don't we? Hallelujah. Let me just tell you, you don't have to just simply accept what's going on in your brain. But you can take kingdom authority over it. Yes. Yes, I deal with diabetes. And yes, I take medicine. But I'm taking authority over it in Jesus' name. And I'm praying it out of my life. Devil, that, that, I know what heredity says. I know it was in my family. I know it's in my past. But I take authority over it in Jesus' name. Praise be to God. And he's seated on the right hand of power. Far above all principalities. Any ruling force in heaven or earth are points between above all principality and power. That speaks of authority, exousia, any symbol of authority, any mental dominion, whether in heaven or on earth, whether in natural government or a spiritual government. I say to you, he is sitting above them, above all might. That means ability, dunamis, strength, amen, and then above all dominion, anything that possesses lordship or says that it's lord over you or wants to be lord over you, he is setting not just over them but far above them. That is his position. That is Christ's position. But let me just tell you, you got to understand Christ's position to understand your position. In Ephesians 2 and verse 5, would somebody get their shouting shoes ready? In Ephesians 2 and 5, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved and hath raised us up together. Hallelujah. And made us, made us sit in heavenly places. Where? In Christ Jesus. I want to tell you where your position is, is that if he is sitting and he's above, not just above, but far above every principality and power, then we are sitting in him. We are sitting in him. That means that I have the authority to work above. He raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and the kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. We don't operate in kingdom of authority because we don't know where we're sitting. We think, I'm going to be here for a while tonight. Y'all okay with that? We think. Now, we got to figure out, we got a problem on earth, so we got to figure out this problem on earth with our ability. What do we do? We step off of our position and come down to earth. But God wants us to understand that our position is dual right now. We're here on this earth physically, but spiritually and authoritatively. I am sitting with a resurrected Christ. Who has given to me like he did to the 12 and like he did to the 70. He's given to me kingdom authority. And as long as I need God to move on earth, I know where to get it. I know where to go get it. I know what to say and go after it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Kingdom authority is yours and mine. Somebody say that's my position. My position is not by what I see down here. My position is not by what is around me, in my family, in my world, on my job, in my bank account. My position is predicated not on the dominion of government, not on the dominion of darkness, but rather on the authority of kingdom, of power, and dominion. So if that's my position, what are my words? That is my position. What are my words? He said to Jeremiah, I put my words in you and I set you over the nations. What are my words? Matthew 6. I want to set you free tonight. 
I want to set you free to operate in kingdom authority and dominion. Matthew 6 and 8. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth what things ye have need of before you ask. Then he says, after this manner, therefore pray ye. What do you do when you pray? You speak. Therefore, you speak. You say words. What was his words that he told us to say? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Somebody say amen. So how does kingdom authority come? It comes when I know my position in Christ. I know I'm sitting in heavenly places. I know that when he baptized me with the Holy Ghost, I got kingdom power. I know that I'm with him. Amen. Because I'm with him, his name is above all. His words is above all. His power is above all. There's nothing that the enemy can't do. So my words have got to be this. I pray, I pray, kingdom authority comes when you pray. Oh, y'all can sit down. Stop that shouting. You can quit amen and pastor on that. Dominion authority, kingdom authority comes when I pray. That's why you need to quit posting, I'm praying for you, if you don't. Oh, thank the Lord. He says we're to pray our Father. That means I'm submitted to the Father in heaven. I honor His name as holy, hallowed. As Father, He's the first and final authority in my life. Kingdom authority comes when I pray and align myself and my life with the will of God and not mine. You want to operate in kingdom dominion? Stop operating in your own will. And begin to seek the will of God. Because I'm telling you. The flow of authority comes. When you operate in the will of God. When you pray in the will of God. When you operate and align yourself. For the will of God. Isaiah 64 and 8 says. But now O Lord. Thou art our father. We are the clay. And thou art potter. And we are the work of thy hand. Amen. I seek the will of God. I submit to the Father. I want the will of God in me to match the will of God in heaven. Let me talk to you that are looking to be married, looking to find a life partner. Can I tell you, stop praying your will and start praying the will of the Father. Begin to pray, God, I'm going to quit being so picky and choosy about this situation and it's got to be such and such and this and that, but I'm going to say, Lord, you pick. You choose. God, you set up. God, you make that happen. Lord, your will, not mine. How many people have got into lifelong partnerships that were out of the will of God? Amen. And so now they've got to work to get back in alignment with God. When we pray, that's when kingdom authority comes. When we submit and when we align ourselves and then when we seek the will, the pleasure, the desire, the purpose of God. When we do the will of God. Matthew 6 and 33, just a few verses later, Jesus said, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek it, desire it, inquire after it, endeavor for it, go after it. I want to tell you, operating in kingdom authority is not pursuing the authority. It's pursuing the king. For when you pursue the king, you get his authority. Seek first before others. Before seeking others, seek first the domain, the rule, the authority, the sovereign authority of the king and his righteousness, his character, his justice, his right way of living. Then he said all these other things will be added unto you. 
Oh, glory be to God. How do I get kingdom authority? By praying, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Let me mirror what you're doing right here, what you're doing up there. Then we are taking kingdom authority when we say, I live because he gives me daily bread. My God is my need supplier, not me. Amen. I'm taking a kingdom authority when I forgive and I let go. When I forgive and let go. For he says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. I am in kingdom authority when I don't allow the devil to come to me and get me tempted with evil. Amen. I'm in kingdom authority when I say I am delivered from evil. Every time you turn off that TV when it goes crazy, uh, 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 worldly and, 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 and immoral, turn it off. Take kingdom authority. Take dominion in your life. Pastor, I can't help watching that. I can't because I'm addicted. Baloney! There is a kingdom authority that's above every addiction. Above every addiction. We're getting to communion. There would be a lot less drug addicts, alcoholics, addicted to pornography, if people would walk in kingdom authority. That means they align themselves with the will of God. That changes automatically what you pray, what you say, and what you watch. Kingdom authority. Then he says, for thine is the kingdom. For you, O Lord, the government, the law, and the order in my life is not the United States of America. Let me say it again. The law and the order in my life is not the United States of America. I submit to that law as long as it doesn't supersede or endanger my relationship with God. This sovereign kingdom that he has is not mine. For the writer, Jesus said we're to pray, thine is the kingdom. Thine is the royal power. Not me, not my agenda, but thine. Amen. Thine is the power, the force, the miracle working power, the abundance, the might, inerrant power, power residing within him. Amen. Thine is the power and thine is the glory. Oh, praise be to God. Thine is the majesty and the splendor and the approval and the brightness. Thine is the honor and the reputation. Not my reputation, but your majestic reputation. Not my excellence or my work, but your excellence and work. That your glory may be manifested and magnificent in my life. Stand with me. Praise be to God. Sister Shelley, if you would put up Matthew 16. Verse 18. Peter had said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, I say that thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. Everybody say, that's me. Upon my, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. It will if we don't operate in kingdom dominion and kingdom authority. I want to tell you right now, the least among us who understands kingdom authority can say to the biggest devil, get out of my house. Get out of my mind. Get out of my job. You can change the atmosphere of your work with never filing a complaint. Never making a statement that is bad or mean. You can change the atmosphere of your work by every day showing up in kingdom authority. Lord, I take dominion here today because you've given it to me. It's not my words, it's yours. Thy kingdom come right here in this job, right here in this room, right here where I'm at. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come in my home. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And these, these are the powerful words that he says next. And I say unto you that thou art Peter upon this rock. I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Watch the next verse. Praise God. And I will give unto thee the keys. Now what are keys? Authority. You can't get into places without keys. 
Oh, Lord, have mercy. Help us, Jesus. I give unto you the keys, the authority of the kingdom of heaven. And this is what it looks like. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed. Or whatever you, whatever thou shalt. Man, I can't already see that. Let me read it again. <clears throat> whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Somebody say that's a book. We studied about that verse where Jesus says something very similar when he's talking about relationships and, 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 and bringing peace to relationships. How many remember that? He's talking about we, we bind together. This is a little different because it's talking about kingdom authority. I want to tell you there is a belief that says I'll just go bind anything and loose anything and it's going to happen. Mm-mm. That is not consistent with the rest of the book. I read, you got to pray in the will of God. I pray, I realize you got to pray in the authority of Jesus' name, in the character of Jesus' name. So when it says, whatever I bind on earth is going to be bound in heaven, it's that I am binding with kingdom authority for kingdom purpose, for kingdom will. Not for me, a, a new dress. Not for me, a, 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 a new pocketbook or new wallet. Amen. Not for a, no, no, no. I am praying what is about the kingdom. I am praying about the will of the Father. I am praying thy kingdom. And here's where we get it. Amen. When I begin to, you know what? There's, a, there's many great prayer warriors in our church, but I want to single out one. If you want to know what a radical prayer life looks like, go talk to Sister Teresa Brewer. She scares me. With her authority and praying sometimes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When you realize who you are. And what you have on the inside. You can stop praying mealy mouth. Oh God can I barely get my prayer. You can stop praying. I don't know that I can get over this. Or through this. No. I'm going to make it. I'm binding that on earth. And it's going to be bound in heaven. I'm losing it on earth. Oh, thank you, Lord, for kingdom authority. I want you to take this home. Don't just take it and say, Pastor preached a good lengthy message. But I want you to take it and say, oh, God, my pastor's flat crazy. He's stirred up. He's talking about things. Can I just stop and tell you one more thing? Oh, Lord, help me. I've got to quit preaching. I've got to move to communion. He gave the authority to the disciples and to the early church to go heal the sick. We have become so timid because we're afraid we're going to be out of the will of God. We've become so timid in praying over devils because we feel like we're going to get out of the will of God. Oh, I just don't know. Maybe that's a devil the Lord sent in my life. Baloney. That's not how God works. I had a couple one time that was having problems with evil spirits in their home. People that I pastored north, south, east of here, or maybe even here. And they said, Pastor, we're having problems with all these evil spirits in our home. And come to find out their daughter was burning incense to devils. Bringing in witchcraft. Duh. You're going to have problems with evil spirits when you bring that stuff into your home. Because they're attracted to it. Mm. Um, I just don't know why I can't have, have peace of mind. Well, go get that filthy poster off your wall. Stop listening to that. Man, I'm meddling right now. Listen to, stop listening to that music. And so I told the couple, I said, listen, here's what you do. You go home and you anoint every part of your house. And you find any paraphernalia that your daughter brought in and go take it and burn it. You know what I found out? Sometime later, when they come back and they're still having problems, they said, Brother Gil, we anointed, but we didn't want to take that stuff from our daughter. But she said, but they, the, the, the wife said this, said, you know what is ironic? 
is that your dad told us to do the exact same thing years ago. You and I need to get it up in our mind to quit putting up with the devil in our life. Quit putting up the Hallelujah. The devil comes to your mind and says you'll never amount to anything. You turn around and tell him you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. I'm a child of God. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm destined for great things. He comes to you and tells you, oh, you'll never survive. You'll never overcome. You tell him, no, I walk in authority. I walk in power. Hallelujah. I walk in the name of Jesus. And devil... Now, 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 where did Ephesians, Paul, say that all things were under, what part was it under? Under his, under his. How many know if we're sitting with him in heavenly places and we are his body? <laughs> oh, Jesus. That means, Brother Seth. I'm the feet. You're the feet. It is under us. It is under the bride of Christ. It is under his body. In the name of Jesus, I would that somebody would step out stomping tonight and say, I take authority in the name of Jesus over every devil in my mind, every devil that's trying to destroy my family. I'm saying step out. Come on. Walk these aisles. Come on in the name of Jesus. I take authority over it. It's under my feet. That devil that wants me to backslide is under my feet. I take authority in the name of Jesus. I take dominion in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I take authority in the name of Jesus. Are you willing to do what the, what the Lord asks you to do? Are you willing to do something that looks silly and foolish? Are you willing to step out by faith? Amen. Even when your family questions you and says you're crazy and out of your mind. Amen. Well, if you're willing to go against human wisdom and human understanding, you are already on a good path to operate in kingdom authority. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I speak to the devil of division. I speak to the devil of division right now. Get off of our families. Get off of our marriages. Get off of our homes. In the name of Jesus, I speak to the, 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 the spirit that causes strife, offense, and bitterness. Get away from our minds. I walk in freedom and power. I walk in purity and holiness. I walk in the love of God. I'm sitting in heavenly places with Christ. Far above dominion, far above principalities, far above all powers. Praise God. Praise God. We're going to take communion. And here's what I'd like to show you. Sister Shelley, I think I gave you 1 Corinthians 11. Thank you. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Not discerning the Lord's body. Where there's division in the body, there's unworthy eating and drinking. This he says, for this cause, are many weak, anemic, and sickly among you. I realize we can pray and sometimes we're healed like that. And I realize that we pray and God for some reason doesn't answer like that. But it is a true statement. 
Every person in Christ that dies is healed. So he's the healer. That's not a cop-out. That's a truth. But I want to tell you, right here, right now, I want to pray in kingdom authority. Lord, open the eyes of Brother Larry. Open them up. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Authority to heal the sick is in the church. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Don't put up with the devil tormenting your mind. Don't put up with the devil tormenting your mind. Making worry become your, your, your lifestyle. Let fear and torment come to you. I don't care what this world does and how crazy it goes. And whether they come in and say we can't go to church. We're going to find a way to be in church. We'll find a way. God will help us. Amen. And we're not going to quit praying together. We're not going to stop fasting together. We're going to keep on believing God because we have kingdom authority. The disciples went to jail and all but one were martyred for their faith. But I want to tell you, they had kingdom authority. They had kingdom power. They had kingdom dominion. I don't have to figure out God, Brother Joe. I, Paul walked by, or was it Paul that his, his shadow healed him, or Peter? Peter. I don't one of those dudes. Walked by and just his shadow healed him. Either if it's Paul or if it was Peter. Paul was beheaded. Peter was hung upside down and died on a cross because he didn't want to be hung up like the Lord. He said, hang me upside down. Died with kingdom dominion. Died with, died with kingdom, kingdom authority. Can I tell you, we need to press the will of God that I go through suffering. I'm going to go through in the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If it's, if it's so that I deal with issues, I wish I could stop. I wish I could just shut up and go on. But I want you to get this tonight. Every one of you that are Holy Ghost filled, you have kingdom authority. Now exercise it. Now exercise it. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.